You're listening to episode 54 of the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. Welcome to the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. I'm your host, Marsha Chow, a holistic nutritionist, personal trainer, and proud dog mama of two. I am obsessed with helping women achieve their goals, feel confident in their skin, and become empowered health advocates. This podcast is designed to help ambitious women thrive on a low-carb, high-fat lifestyle, so tune in each week as we talk all aspects of nutrition, improving your fitness, enhancing your mindset so that you can take inspired action and live your best life all starting from the inside out. I'm so happy to have you here. Now let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Fat Fueled Female Podcast. We are literally halfway through January, and how are you doing with your new year, new year, new year resolutions? Where exactly are you with your health, your fitness, your nutrition goals? Have you started already? Did you start January 1st and you're already feeling like a champ? You have two weeks down and you have two weeks in your back pocket and you are just rocking it out hard? Or are you dragging your feet, you know, dragging your feet up, feet to sign up for that gym or, you know, putting on the back burner to clean out your cupboards and actually start eating healthy? So there is no right or wrong for this if you continue to do what you've always done, you will get what you've always gotten. But if you have a clear decision and a clear vision for yourself for 2023, and not even just 2023, for the rest of your life to up level your health, your fitness, your mindset, all of it, then you can make that decision and that choice. This is your sign. This is your sign listening to this episode to say heck yes to yourself today, not tomorrow, not a week from now, but today. Because thoughts are just thoughts, right? Like, oh, I should eat healthy. Or, you know, I would feel a lot better if I started moving my body. Thoughts are just thoughts. Ideas are just ideas. And until we put those thoughts and ideas, and your brain is very busy, you have about over 60,000 thoughts a day that just are created in your unconscious, subconscious mind, right? So we have all these thoughts going on in our minds every single day. But if you don't put those thoughts into action, well, you know, it's pretty straightforward. Nothing will change. So in this episode, I'm going to give you three key tips how to make your New Year's, your New Year resolutions realistic and a permanent not temporary, permanent lifestyle change for yourself. So tip number one, what is your plan of action? Do you even have a plan of action? And if so, are you executing that plan of action? So first off, do you do you even have a plan? And then secondly, are you executing that plan? A lot of the reasons why people fail is because they don't have a structured plan. They're just like, I'm just going to go with the flow. You know, I'm going to follow this, you know, whatever loosey-goosey diet. I'm going to, you know, cut the carbs or reduce the calories or whatever it is. And there's no structure. It's loosey-goosey. And what I want you to consider is when you study for a test, everyone has their own way of learning and studying. 
you have a strategy of study, not just like, oh, I guess I'll read this chapter and then I'll flip on over and read this one. It's like, you're not going to do very well on the test unless you're, unless you're someone who has like a photographic memory and like that is not me. I have to go over things multiple times to actually remember it and program it into my mind. Or for example, if you're trying, if you're committed to saving money, it's like, oh, I'll just save some here and you $100 here, 200 there. It's like, you're not going to hit your goal if you're just loosey-goosey about it. Or like, you know, buying your first home, you're going to have a certain amount you're putting away, whether it's every week, whether it's bi-weekly, whether it's a month, you're not just going to like wing it. Or even like doing your makeup, you know, there is like, uh, there's a structure of like how you do it or your skincare. It's not like you're putting on, I don't know, like when I do my skincare, the first thing I put on, well, I wash, I cleanse, then I tone, and then I uh, put my serums, uh, no, eye cream, serums, moisturizer, sunscreen. I have a framework of what I do. I don't put my sunscreen on first and then my eye cream. And then, you know what I mean? We have a framework of how we do certain things to have a certain outcome or a goal. So, or even making a recipe. It's like you have to do things in a specific order or else whatever recipe you're going to make is probably not going to turn out that well, right? So a lot of the times people, we have these like, big goals on pedestals. So for example, say you have this big goal of you're like, I am committed to losing 40 pounds or 50 pounds and you don't have a concrete plan of action. You're like, I'll just, you know, go, like I said, go on this diet or, you know, go to the gym or whatever, walk on the treadmill. And it's like, that's just, it's good. It's good. You have that idea that, okay, I'm going to clean up my diet. I'm going to start moving my body. But that plan is super generic. Like that's just a generic, like basic vanilla plan. And is that going to serve you in the long run? Because, you know, like losing 50 pounds, that's a that's a hefty goal. That's a significant amount of weight to lose. And for someone, that number can seem like such a big number to lose that you may be like, can I even hit that? And a question I always ask, like to ask clients is if their goal is like 20 pounds, 30 pounds, 40 pounds, 50 pounds, they're like, you know what? I've tried time and time and time again. And I've and a lot of women, it's like they've lost the weight, but they've gained it back. So what I like to ask women is, okay, well, do you think you can lose 50 pounds in five years? When you expand the timeline, it's like, oh yeah, I can lose 50 pounds in five years. Absolutely. So it's like, can you lose it in four years? Yeah. So when you expand that timeline, your beliefs and your um, your thought process of you actually hitting it is going to amplify. So take that energy of like, oh, can you lose 50 pounds in five years? Yeah, that's a no-brainer. You can absolutely lose 50 pounds in five years. Take that energy and put that into your day-to-day. So the second, okay, so again, the people, a lot of the times they focus on the outcome. They just focus on what they want and it. And a lot of the times it can be like super overwhelming and they're like, oh, it's just, it's just too hard to hit. It's just such a big number. Or it's like making a certain revenue goal. It's like, I'll never make that much money. I'll never do that. Or whatever your goal might be. 
be if it's something really big a lot of the times it can be we want to have these hairy scary goals that excite us we want to push ourselves past our boundaries right but a lot of times it can be overwhelming so this is kind of my second tip which I do with all of my clients is we have to focus okay yeah we have to have those outcome goals we have to have I want to make two hundred thousand dollars a hundred thousand dollars this year I want to lose 40 pounds um I want to be a size four or a size eight, or I want to be able to run a 10K. Like we have to have these outcome goals to work towards because if we don't have goals, we don't have desires, we just stay stagnant, stay the same, and we actually get worse because we're not growing and evolving. So my second tip is, Okay, outcome goals, super important, but we have to focus on not just outcome goals, but process goals. So if you don't know what process goals are, they are binary and specific goals that you make for yourself each week that you can hit no problem. So even me, I create process goals for myself every single week. I have a whiteboard that's right outside of my office so I can see it. You have to make sure that you can see your process goals each week. So whether you're putting them on your screensaver, on your phone, they have to be in your environment so you're reminding your subconscious, your unconscious that these are goals you're hitting this week. So I have mine on a whiteboard just outside my office. I walk by it every day. It's in my hallway. So uh, an example of a process goal, it has to be binary and specific. So what I mean by that, it can't just be like, oh, I'm going to work out this week. It's like, that's not binary or specific. It's like, okay, I am working out this week, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday for 10 minutes at 9.30 a.m. Okay. That's pretty damn binary and specific. You have the time, you have the day, and you have how many times you're doing it. Or another example, I'm waking up at 8 a.m. and I'm making my bulletproof coffee for 8.15 every day, Monday to Friday. Or I'm going to meditate for one minute a day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Okay, so it's like if you don't schedule it and write it down, how can it be important to you? Because things like meditation, things like going to the gym, when we are super busy as moms, as CEOs, as businesswomen, a lot of that gets pushed to the back burner. And when those when those things like meditating and moving your body will make you perform and excel better in all areas of your life. So it's like, if you don't schedule it, how can it be important? And I gave examples of like 10 minutes of working out, which seems... If you're working out a lot right now, that might seem so small, but if you're brand new to working out, it's more important. And if you don't meditate at all, one minute, can you do one minute? Like, give me a break. If you can't meditate for a minute a day, that's that's a problem in my books. It's 60 seconds, right? So repetition is the mother of all skills. Repetition is the mother of all skills. The more you do something over and over and over again, the more it becomes programmed and in our unconscious and subconscious mind and becomes a regular regular routine and habit. So it's more important to have to do something more frequently than time. So it's more important to work out, say, four times a week for 10 minutes over one hour a week Uh, one hour once a week, even though it's going to be the same amount of time, because every time you do something more frequently, you're taking a step, you're taking a vote, you're deciding and declaring that is something that you just do. Okay. So repetition is the mother of all skill. Mastery comes with action, taking action, repetition, and practice. Mastery comes with action, repetition, and practice. Program that into your mind. Mastery repetition, action, repetition, and practice, okay? 
And the last tip I have here is most people focus, as I said, taking action, right? When starting a new goal, we have to take action. Like if we don't take action, we just think about it and talk about it and we don't do anything, of course, we're not going to get any sort of result or transformation. But the problem is our behaviors, and I teach this in depth in the Fat-Fueled Female Method. So I talk about your conscious mind and your subconscious mind. So if you don't know these terminologies, I want you to think of an iceberg. So an iceberg, you know, Titanic iceberg straight ahead, you can see 5%. You can see the top of that iceberg, okay? But you can't see everything below the surface, which is 95%. So your conscious mind is only equates to 5%. It's how you walk. It's how you talk. It's how you laugh. It's how people see you. And in your conscious mind, it's your environment, your behaviors, and your actions. So it's like, hey, I want to get fit. I'm going to join a gym. Okay. I'm going to sign up. That's changing your environment. Okay, no, I want to eat healthier. I'm going to go to a different grocery store. I'm going to go to something that has more organic. It's got um, more ethically sourced meat. It's got better stuff than like a basic grocery store. Okay, beautiful. Love that. Those are awesome steps in the right direction. And then actions. Actions are a conscious mind decision. So environment, behavior, and actions. We require that. Okay. However, your conscious mind only is 5%. Whereas everything below the surface, your subconscious mind, your identity, okay, your purpose, your beliefs, your values, your capabilities, your subconscious mind actually is activated from zero to seven and your conscious mind doesn't come online till age seven. So you are all subconscious until you're about age seven. So if you are only using 5%, to get your goals, well, how are you going to get 5% if you're missing out on the 95% below the surface? So most people, like a lot of people, when they decide I'm going to get fit, I'm going to do this, by the third or fourth week of January, they quit. And it happens every year. It's because they only focused on conscious mind decisions, environment, behavior, and actions. They missed everything else below the surface everything else below the surface. It happens every single year. People quit. The gyms are super busy. By the third or fourth week of January, they are back to normal. And I go into this in way more detail in the Fat Field Female Method. I teach everything about, you know, nutrition and systems in the body and hormones and gut health. But this is a big part of being successful is looking at your beliefs, looking at your identity. Who are you showing up each day? Who are you declaring your being? You're going to be. You are being today, right now. Because that's 95% that a lot of people are just like, oh, 5%. You can't get 100% of the results you want if you're only using 5% of your mind, only your conscious mind, okay? So the difference is, you know the difference between successful people and not successful people is, well, first off, a lot of successful people have this awareness of your mindset, your conscious and your subconscious mind. And secondly, success, we all get knocked down. We're humans. We're not robots. We all fall off the freaking horse. The difference is successful people, when they get knocked down, they get back up quickly. It's not like, okay, well, I ate, you know, I kind of, you know, 
overindulged a little bit today. I had extra drinks with coworkers. I had dessert. That's life. Shit happens, okay? A successful person, the next day, they will get back to their regular routine. They will get back to going to the gym. They will get back to making their meals at home. They will get back to whatever makes them feel and look their best each day. Whereas someone who is unsuccessful will be like, oh, well, yeah, I kind of fell off the quote unquote wagon. So I'm just going to, okay, this happened on Friday. I'm just going to go, you know, Saturday and then Sunday and then feel like garbage because I'm just eating whatever I want and maybe drinking more alcohol. Then I'll get back to it Monday. It's like, no, successful people know that life happens, stuff happens. When they fall off the horse, they get right back on the horse the next day. They don't spiral, okay? Everyone has off days with nutrition. Unless you're that type of person who is like, I eat the best quality foods all the time and that is my baseline. That is how I feel my best. And if that is you, do you. That is so empowering and I love that for you. From my personal experience, when I try to be super perfect all the time, it actually works in the opposite. Because when I have, I like cheesecake, okay? When I would have cheesecake, I'd want to eat half a cheesecake. When I would eat something that was quote unquote out of my diet, I would have shame and I would feel like a failure and then I would just continue spiraling. Where it's like, if you have more like leeway with your nutrition, and I always say like 70, 30, 80, 20, 90, 10, whatever works for you. If you're going to eat something, you better freaking enjoy it and not feel guilty about eating it or else what the F is the point, okay? So consistency is key. It's the compound effect. It's falling off the horse and getting right back. Okay. So if this episode resonated with you, I would love to hear from you. Send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what one of these tips spoke to you the most. And uh, yeah, thanks for hanging out with me today. Press and play again, just hit me up on Instagram at Marja Chow. I will leave my handle in the show notes and I hope you are kicking mega butt for 2023. But if you need a little bit more support and guidance, how to create a structured plan that is specific to you, send me a DM on Instagram. Say, hey, what's up? I listened to episode 54 and I would like a little bit of guidance. All right. Enjoy whatever time of your day it is, morning, afternoon, or night, and I will catch all you beautiful humans next week. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed what you heard, make sure to subscribe to the podcast. And if you feel you got some extra value from this episode, it would mean the world to me. If you could head over to Apple podcast or whatever service you're listening to this podcast on, drop a five-star review. Let me know your thoughts on the show. Doing this really helps more people like yourself find the podcast. And if you're not already following me on social media, right now is the time. You can find me on Instagram at Marja Chow for all your nutrition tips, tricks, and inspiration, or visit my website at fatfueledfemale.com where you can download my free seven-day keto meal plan with recipes. Thanks so much for tuning in, and I will catch you next week.